I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, it's Allie for the Hollywood Life podcast. Sorry, my voice is a little hoarse today. Uh, we have some too much partying, Allie. Too much partying. We have some spring allergies coming in early. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I am, uh, as you hear, Bonnie is here joining me, my co-host. Guys, um, and there's so much. I yeah, I go away for five days and like there's a bajillion amounts of news. So let's jump right into it because everybody is wanting to know. I've had multiple people text me, what is going on? with Vanderpump Rules stars Tom Sandoval and Raquel Levis after Ariana, Mat- Ariana Maddox and Tom broke up after nine years together. Holy I know. Cow. This, this is big. This is really big and it's really evolving. And I mean, it's it's just like all out there. I mean, this news broke, I guess, just before the weekend. And what it is, is Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox they've been a couple since 2014 they live together they've got a house together they star on Vanderpump Rules and they're they've both been friends with Raquel Levis and apparently Ariana suspected nothing till she happened to be I think that Tom was at the gym and she was waiting for him. So she was like, had his phone and she started to go through it. And she sees an intimate video chat between him and Raquel. And she was just stunned and, you know, just wanted explanations. And I guess Tom basically spilled the beans. Like he didn't, he didn't try and make up some crazy excuses. He spilled the beans, admitted to the affair. And um, apparently it was going on for about seven months. And I mean, all this stuff has come out that they, Raquel and Tom had sleepovers when Ariana wasn't there and may have even had action while she was there and asleep upstairs like they really were risky about this and Tom came out on Instagram and he apologized but he only apologized to his restaurant partners he's got he's got a part in two different restaurants Tom Tom and I think it's Schwartz Sandy's yeah and he didn't apologize to Ariana He only, yeah, publicly, only his restaurant partners. I just like, and what's so surprising and like shocking, because when this came out at first, because there's Tom Schwartz and there's Tom Sandoval. Yeah, so it's all very confusing. And they're friends. friends, They're good friends. Best friends. They're co-founders of these restaurants together. And there were rumors last summer. So Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney divorced last summer. And there was, they're both Vanderpump Rules stars as well. Right. And people were so upset that they 
had split up, you know, da da da. And then like the first news of Tom Schwartz moving on was with Raquel that right. they reportedly gotten together at Shayna Shay's August wedding. Well, now we know that actually Raquel and Tom Sandoval were having their affair last summer, which was continued through August, of course. And now people are thinking that Raquel like threw Tom Schwartz under the bus to like say that they had hooked up or something to cover up her actual affair with Tom Sandoval. And or, or Tom Schwartz agreed to be the cover. Well, in was- his messages, yes, people did think that, but in his message, in Sandoval's message, he said that Tom Schwartz just, um, he said Schwartz specifically only found out about this very recently and most definitely does not condone my actions. That was in his message. Um, that was in Tom Sandoval's message. Sandoval's message. I mean, not like you can believe anything he says <laughs> well, at exactly. all, but he did say that. Um, I just, I mean, first of all, like, this girl is also friends with Ariana. Like she's not, oh, yeah. they're not like they're, enemies on the show or something. No, there's so, and listen, there's so many pictures um, on their, all their mutual Instagrams of the three of them together. No, yeah. they've been friends. And um, now this morning, a new development is that this video chat, this intimate video chat between Ariana and Tom she is saying that it was recorded without her permission and it got sent to a lot of the other Vanderpump cast members. And now she's got lawyers involved telling them that they are not to make this public because it was taken without her permission. So there's this whole other layer now of legal action and threats. And the thing is, is that Aside, I guess, from Tom Schwartz, it seems that their whole other cast members and friends group are siding with Ariana. Like I've oh, seen, yeah. you know, Lala's got pictures, Team Ariana. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone, all of Bravo is posting like <laughs> photos with Ariana being like, my heart is broken for her. Like, F this girl, like Raquel. And I mean, I'm curious, you know, Andy Cohen spoke out briefly on it, just saying like the cameras are rolling. You're going to see what goes down, you know, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes when people really act out like this and they become like the villain and not, I'm not saying that Tom Sandoval, like Tom Sandoval is of course at fault. Like he is. But Raquel, like, I think there's a special place in hell for girls who do this to other girls. And I don't, I can't see her having a spot on this show for much longer. Hmm. Yes. She broke, she definitely broke girl code. Well, yeah. And then, but honestly, um, I can, I know you say you can't see a spot, but if there's something that Bravo loves, it is drama. And the fact that Andy came out and already said that they're filming this all, like, yes, they're going to follow this whole thing. That's going to be their new season. They're- yes. However, I do wonder if like the, if girls are going to say like that, they don't want to work, you know, if everybody's turned against her, if they don't want to work, if she's on the show, you know, if- that'll all be part of the show. Yeah. Just watch. Um, all but of them. speaking of the shadiness. I thought it was a little shady 
that Avril Lavigne stepped out with Tyga. Oh, you're going to you're going to the other level, a different shadiness. A different shadiness. I thought it was a little shady that Avril Lavigne stepped out with Tyga like a week after she called off her engagement from Mod Sun. Her and Tyga are frolicking around Paris, kissing. And yeah, holding Sun, hands, kissing at parties and front row at shows. That's where Mod Sun proposed to her. I know, in front and, of the Eiffel Tower. And he's like really sad. I know, this this split, when Avril broke off her engagement, he was blindsided. He he went on Instagram like and even said, know. yeah, he, I think he just left on tour and he said, uh, two days ago, I thought my relationship was fine. I didn't have any idea that this was coming. Like what the H happened? But Avril was then seen at a party at Nobu and Tyga was at the party. And for some reason, the rumors started immediately that something was going on between them. But then uh, statements were issued or sources, sources came out and said, there's nothing between them. They're just friends. Well, like a week and a half later, they're kissing. And- I know. I couldn't believe that. I was like, really? You're going to say they're just friends. And then like a week later, they're yeah. Paris together kissing. Like, come on. Like, who's your source? Um, But I thought, you know, it was interesting. And the rumors about Avril and Tyga at Nobu were before the split was announced. So yes. that was interesting. Like, I wonder if she like broke up with him because it was like love at first sight for her and Tyga or something. Yeah. I mean, unless they had really met before that no, and nobody knows it and they already had some kind of attraction and relationship going. Yeah. Was it just like instant chemistry <laughs> at this like Romeo Juliet at Nobu? Like she had to break it off. Like, like maybe that's why Mazan thought it was fine. And then she was like, sorry, like I met somebody else. Like it's so weird. So weird. And it is really, I mean, did Avril think about like, why did she decide? I've never seen her at Paris fashion week before. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen her at a fashion week. Like why did she choose this fashion week to show up in Paris where Maude had proposed to her? Like it just seems salt is being rubbed in the wounds. Right. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, And something like that I kind of compared this to, because I have it in my video today, is this Justin Bieber thing with Selena, like how he put on his party favors um, this quote that said, I'm so thankful that I didn't end up with what I thought I wanted. Like, what is it with these people being shady about their exes and stuff? Like, and like really rubbing salt in the wound. Like, Justin, you're going to hand that out at your birthday party? Really? What's wrong with you? And also, I mean, number one, you've been married for four years (coughs) to Haley, who you say is the love of your life. I mean, you do seem happy together. Like, why are you looking back? And this is after all, like the drama and sort of shadiness that seemed to be going on for no reason, but that- Haley and Kendall started that seemed to be directed at Selena. Like what the, what set them off? Right. Like leave it alone. Just, and, and at your birthday party, like really are going to bring drama into your birthday party. Like it's, it clearly shows Selena is like, this is my problem with it. 
all these people, they bring the drama into their lives. They say that they don't want it. They say they don't know drama. Like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. They're causing it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have Selena's not there. Selena's not bothering you. Listen, she's moving. She has really moved on with her life. I mean, she is doing so great. She's got this incredible show she's in, um, which happens to be one of my favorite murders in the building. Yeah. And, you know, she's got, she's producing, she's got new music, but also I think that mentally she's in such a stronger place than she ever was. And she is, I think, truly thankful as she says, she's thankful for everything that she has and where she is. She's busy hanging out with her sister, Gracie. They're going fishing. Right. She's busy. Like she's, she's fine. And she's She's living her best life. Right. So these people just have to like, stop bringing the drama into their Uh like, and and just like move on with their lives. Cause if they would, then fans would. Fans are holding on to it because they continue to. Yeah. But aren't, honestly, aren't they busy? Like, don't right. they have other, I mean, Haley jets around the world to, to model. Justin just gave, did a show last, was it last week and two weekends ago? And unfortunately had to cancel his tour. Yeah. Because, cancel his tour. Yeah. He's got other things to think about than this. You would think. Right. Now, I just want to though circle back to, because uh, I feel like we need to talk a little bit more about Avril and Tyga. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, she's on, how many marriages has she had? Like, hasn't she already been married twice? I think she's been married once. But then she's been engaged more than that. She's also been engaged, I think, a couple of times. She was um, married to Chad Kroger. Mm-hmm. And she was married to Derek Wibley. Yeah, right. twice. Two married. Right. So, and then she was now engaged to Maud's son, who used to, wasn't he engaged to Bella Thorne? Um, yes. <laughs> yep. I like Maud's son. He's a really nice guy. I've interviewed him before. He like really has his heart on his sleeve. Aww. Like he's just really like a nice guy. And I feel really bad for him, honestly. Cause I feel like he thought, I, re- I feel like he thought that they were really like, he was really happy with her. Well, if he is that great a guy, he is going to find somebody else who's going to appreciate him in the long, like for life, mm-hmm. who's going to be willing to make that commitment. But I guess maybe Avril is just wasn't ready to settle down again after two marriages. Maybe she was feeling, listen, you don't want to marry the wrong person, right? Right. Engaged to somebody and you just you don't feel it's it's that you can go through with it. So maybe Tyga gave her the excuse. I mean, you wouldn't want her to get married to somebody if it was going to be. <clears throat> and then to break Maud's son's heart even further along the line. Right. Well, I, I'm curious if they like got into wedding planning at all, or if they were just like engaged and kind of like, she was like dragging her feet a little bit and that's how she knew it wasn't right. Like, you know, I'm curious about that because they've been engaged for about a year and a half a year. Do you think that Tyga is now completely over Kylie? Yeah, definitely. I think Tyga's over Kylie. Because that was a long time. I mean, he had Black China. He's got two kids. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, okay. Now let's then talk about this. I talk about drama. I think our theme today is just 
major drama. <laughs> Agreed. Let's talk about Chris Rock and um, Will Smith. So Chris Rock, I mean, good for him. He waited a year and he, he got $20 million. <laughs> he waited a year and he got his bag. He got $20 million for that Netflix special. Yeah. I mean, what a perfect revenge. Yeah. And I'm sure he shopped it around. See who the highest bidder would be. Well, I don't think you could do better than $20 million to say what you really thought of the Will Smith Oscar slap. Yep. And he went at it. He was pretty savage. Yep. He, uh, he spoke out for the first time really about his uh, experience being smacked by Will Smith on live television at last year's Oscars in his new Netflix special. Um, and fans were really happy with the results. Yeah, you know, like, There's a lot riding on it. And people were like, pick up on aisle, like Chris Rock killed Will <laughs> Smith. You know, like everyone's like, someone call the police. Like Chris Rock killed Will Smith. Well, I thought he made some, some good points. Um, you know, he said, Hey, I don't go shirtless. Like I'm not this muscle guy. I wear sweaters. Like he's Will Smith is somebody who's known for being fit and strong and almost like a superhero in so many movies. And here's Chris Rock. And he's just like this nerdy comedian. So it's like unfair fight. Right. (laughs) First of all. Yeah. And then, but the only thing is, is I kind of didn't, I mean, and he did make a, I think an insightful point saying Will Smith, he believes is really angry at Jada and he took it out on Chris Mm -hmm. and Jada, of course, had admitted to having an entanglement with an R&B singer, August Alsina, while she and Will were, were on a break, but Mm -hmm. that clearly didn't sit well with with will smith like and i could certainly understand that yes as we talk about entanglements today yeah <laughs> um but yeah no i think that chris made some very good points and i think that he um you know he did it in the way that he knows how i i'm sure it also took him you know people are like why did he speak about it out about this sooner like da, da, da. i'm sure it took him some time to be less angry i yes. bet he was furious I, I mean, beyond making light of it through a joke and speaking out in this way, which is like his his form of probably like therapy and, and um, you know, statement making, I'm sure he was pissed for a really long time. Yeah. Well, and of course he was the Oscars host. Like when you accept the job as Oscars host, I mean, you, you no, know he it. wasn't the host. He was giving a, uh, he was, a. Oh, right. Yes. He was giving out a very special award Award to Questlove. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Documentary. Questlove. It was a wonderful award and you don't expect. Okay. So if you're at the Oscars, you don't expect that you are going to get punched in the face by Will Smith or any other A-list star while you're on stage at the Oscars. Like who could ever predict that? I mean, he could have pressed charges if he really wanted yes. to. Um, so, yeah, he had, he had eyewitnesses. Yeah. <laughs> like about a billion of us. Right. And also if it, like anyone else, like maybe would have. I just, um, you know, I, I think that 
anything that I like I hope I and I guess we don't know this really if Will Smith and him have discussed it one-on-one um or anything but you know Will's the punishment fits the crime that he's not going to be at any Oscars for the next decade yeah for 10 years his, his uh his new film Emancipation probably would have been an Oscar contender and it's definitely not listen he won the Oscar last year because it was all voted on before this happened so I mean talk about bad sport yeah. um the only thing is is that and I felt that, that and there was criticism of Chris Rock for really pointing a finger like he kind of pointed a bit of a finger at Jada for also being behind it and I didn't think that was fair that I didn't like because she had no idea her husband was going to do this. Yeah. Again, she went to the Oscars, <laughs> just going to the Oscars. Her husband was nominated for best actor it, it, for, in an Os- for an Oscar winning movie, like for an Oscar nominated movie. Why would she expect that her husband was going to get in the middle, up in the middle and go and punch Chris Rock? Like that was just crazy. She didn't necessarily do anything to stop him either, though. Like, if my partner were to, like, get up and, like, I would be like, sit back down. Well, well, yeah, but it was so fast. Yeah. And she probably had no idea what he was doing. Maybe he's going up, getting up to go to the bathroom. I don't know. Like, you don't expect your husband or your partner or your friend or anybody is going to get up on stage and throw a punch. That's it's just like such a cuckoo thing. And I don't think Jimmy Kimmel, who's hosting this year, is expecting to get punched. No, that's definitely not. No, nobody expects to get punched. But I do, you know, not that I blame Jada. Like, I don't think it's her fault by any means. I don't think so. She could have known. I don't know. I don't want to. I'm not blaming her. That's my only issue with it. But otherwise, I thought, well done. Well done. You got back. You used your comedy to get back. Agreed. Agreed. So we now are going to roll into our interview. Yes. Our interview with Ella Blue Travolta, John Travolta and Kelly Preston's daughter. She's so lovely. We had such a wonderful conversation with her. Uh, Talk about Hollywood royalty. Yes. She talks about her favorite film. Uh, that her dad's been in and her favorite film her mom's been in and just how they've inspired her throughout her life so keep listening um, and thanks so much for staying tuned tune in next Tuesday for another great chat between Bonnie and I and another interview thanks guys thanks guys hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So excited for our special guest today. I am such a fan of both of her parents, so talented and incredible people. Um, and so I'm so excited to be able to connect with her today. I've never met her before. Um, and Bonnie, I will let you do the introductions. 
Okay. I've never met her either. And I also am a huge fan of both her parents. And she's, you know, such a beautiful blend of both her parents. But before we say any more about that, we have got um, a wonderful young lady and she's got a really interesting new campaign that she's involved in. Plus she's got other projects. So everybody welcome Ella Blue Travolta. Hey, Ella. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, we're thrilled to have you. And uh, for our uh, listeners and who are also our viewers, they can see that you are sitting next to a, a carton of silk next <laughs> milk. And oh, yes. okay, I just got a glass full. But um, you also are have got new campaign photos of yourself with a certain stash across the top of your upper lip. What's that all about? Yes, that is the Silk Next Milk stash. And I'm very, very excited to be repping that because I've honestly been a, f a fan of Silk's products for ever now. Like, it's amazing. I, I already used it in my everyday life. So hearing that I they asked me to be a part of this, I was just so excited. And it was so natural to um, my already, what I already do in my everyday life. So it's just a really cool, fresh new campaign. And it makes so many more people are going plant-based nowadays or um, using plant-based products that it's making it, it really easy for people to be able to um, find something that's so delicious. Mm -hmm. And are you vegan? Yeah, I, I, for the past year and a half, I um, have been fully plant-based and um, I just started out for two weeks to try it and see how, how I did with it and how, how um, I liked it. And it, it just felt really good and, and it, um, it worked well for me. So I, I stuck with it and it's, it's, it has so many, there's so many upsides to it that I, I was just like, okay, well, this seems like the right choice for me. What made you want to try being vegan and I, and start to drink silk next milk? Like why did, what got you into doing that? Um, well, it started out as, as mainly just for health reasons. I, I really, I just wanted to see how sort of everyone's body's different, but I wanted to see how, how I did with it and see if it like helped with energy or anything like that. So I was like, I'll try it for two weeks and then see how it goes. And, um, after the two weeks, I, I didn't feel as like, like heavy after eating and it was just it had a lot of upsides and, and I, I was really enjoying it. And, um, and then I learned, I watched some documentaries and just learned about the benefits it has on the environment, obviously the animal aspect of it. So it just had so many upsides that I was like, this, this seems like the right choice for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like also too, as you said about energy and, and just kind of feeling better overall, you know, there's so much about the digestive process that you learn, I think, when you are looking into, um, you know, transitioning into a plant-based diet and how you digest certain proteins and things like that. So for sure. And, and it's good to know, like once you're, when you're getting into it, if you're transitioning ever to that, uh, like, way of life or eating then it's really good to learn as much as you can about it for sure and like know which products go for like this was one of the first products that I tried and I was just like oh my gosh this is this is perfect like I, I actually really like it so uh ever since that I I was I was hooked and then I was like okay this is this is great there's so many good options 
Yeah. And you don't have no. to sacrifice taste for, you know, your own health and, and your own um, kind of way yeah. of life. For sure. And I'm a baker too. So I use it for that as well. <laughs> oh, really? What do you bake? I like baking. I like making all sorts of things, but I probably, I bake banana bread the most. <laughs> well, banana bread is delicious. It is. Uh, it really is. Yeah. And you can have it. You can really have it for breakfast. You can have it for lunch. You can have dessert. Like it's got, True. you know, it's multi-use. Now, it's did you get, to, now in this campaign, what's really interesting about it is that the um, the young stars of the campaign, like yourself, are all children of stars who were in the original milk campaign with mustaches. So uh, you're, you're in this campaign with Brooklyn Beckham and Sailor Brinkley Cook and uh, Shaquille O'Neal's, all his kids. And so I guess your dad was actually in an original Got Milk ad. Did you ever see those pictures when you were growing up? It was actually my mom. And I, I went, oh, I'm so bad. You're bad, <laughs> Bonnie. <laughs> You're bad. Okay, I'm bad. It's all good. And uh, I actually didn't, I didn't know that until a few months ago. And I saw them for the first time. So I was really I was really excited and happy to see that. And it's just so amazing. And this is such a, a cool new, fresh take on it. And um, and so many more people are going plant-based. And it's just like, it's nice to it's nice to see what they've done with it. And they did a really good job. So um, I'm very excited to be to be repping the silk next milk stash. Well, and it's also so like it's so interesting to me that, you know, however many years later, you know, these got milk ads with like full fat, 2% whole milk were so popular. And now all of the kids of these, the models that were doing that ad are plant-based. They're like, we're not drinking milk. We're drinking, <laughs> we're drinking next. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's a, it's a new generation and there's so many uh, great products out there and this is definitely one of my favorites and it, and it was so I was like oh this is just this is perfect I love it this is oh. this is exciting mm -hmm. now, now did you get to meet Brooklyn Beckham because he's I mean he's a big chef and baker too so yeah. did you guys meet oh. did you bond over your baking I actually I know I, I haven't um we haven't met but I met Sailor today and uh -huh. she's just the sweetest person ever and we uh had such a great time. We were on the Today Show uh, this morning and it was so much fun. And we, it, it just made it like so relaxed and she's just a sweetheart. So that was a lot of fun. And we, we had a lot in common. So that was, that was amazing to get to share that. Yeah. Well, and it seems like similar to Sailor, you have kind of a followed in your parents footsteps but also gone your own way as well like with your own talents you've sang you've acted what else are you kind of getting into and what can we expect um to come from you like what are you like dipping your feet into yeah for sure um I right now mainly uh I mean obviously this campaign which I'm so excited about and uh adjacent to that I'm also releasing um an EP in the next month or so so I've, I've released two songs so far and there'll be four more coming very soon um and then I have a film coming out as well hopefully in the next few months as well I don't know the exact 
date on that, but um, that one's called Get Lost. So it's it's been really fun and I've just been learning so much. And I think that's really the best thing to do with all of this is just to take it in. Right. I love fun. your, I love yeah. like you on um, Instagram, your promotion of your new song, No Thank You, where you oh. go around to all of your family and you and you ask if they'd like to listen to your new song and they all say, no, thank you. Oh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> no, that was so funny. And at first when I asked my family, I was like, no, you say no, thank you. And then they were, they were saying, oh, oh, I get it. And then they're like, okay, we can do that. We don't want to be mean to you. Like, we don't want to, we do want to hear the song, but they, they were, they were, they were brilliant with that. And it was so cool to, so it was so fun filming that um and they were they were really happy and I showed them the song for the first time I think the night before or something like that so it was um it was a lot of fun what has been inspiring your music and the music your EP that's a good question I think it it changes for this one when I um when I first I mean it's been a long time coming for these specific songs but um, when, during the pandemic, I had um, a bunch of voice notes of like little bits of songs that I was writing or that I had just come up with or something, but I'd never really written a song. So I decided, okay, I have, obviously everyone had a lot of time. I had a lot of time. Yeah. So I, I was like, I'm going to finish some. I'm just going to like, see if I can maybe finish the song. So I chose one and I finished it. And then I was like, oh, this is really fun. And I recorded a few demos of some songs that I had finished. And then just it progressed from there of sort of like, okay, I finished a song, which was Dizzy. And then I released that. And it's been a really interesting learning experience to sort of see that world. Um, and I'll be releasing some more songs soon, but I, I really get the inspiration changes, but I I get it from people around me a lot or just observing because at the time I, I had never been in a relationship. So it's, it was more just like observing and, um, and sort of imagining what something would be like or what my take on a certain subject is. And this whole album is about love and different kinds of love, whether it's, um, it's called the colors of love. So it's, it's sort of nice. like all the different takes on it, whether it's a, a relationship with, a family member or a friend or um, unrequited love or all different sort of viewpoints on it. And it's just sort of my take. And I'm excited for people to, to get from it what they, whatever, whatever they get from it. How would you describe your sound or your genre of music? Oh gosh, that's like, I get asked that question a lot and I really, I have a hard time. Um, I'm so not good at sort of like labeling it because I don't, there's so many different sounds and there's sort of like so many mixes of sounds that people are doing today that it's really interesting but I'd say if I had to to put it in like a specific category maybe like an alternative pop or um singer songwriter sort of that that uh vibe now of course your dad John Travolta um has had a music career he's had an acting career do you go to him at all to be like do you like this what do you think about this or are you like I am don't want any of your advice actually <laughs> sure. no 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 I definitely I get his advice all the time and he's he's the best mentor and the best guide and he's and he's always encouraging me to also make my own decisions and 
and um, just learn as much as I can from life and experiences. And um, but he's he's the best teacher for sure. Do you have a favorite? There's so many iconic films that he's been in, you know, Saturday Night Fever, Grease. I mean, we we have still have a big Grease poster up on our wall because one of my daughters was just like watched it, I think, a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> Look who's talking, hairspray, urban cowboy. There's so many. Do you have a favorite? Oh, for sure. Um, it's really, really hard to pick a favorite, but honestly, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen this one, but one of my favorites is a movie called Blowout. Oh yes. That's yes. what that was that's an, an earlier movie that he did. And I just I was in awe of that movie. I absolutely love that movie. And also um Be Cool is another one of my favorites. Oh, a good one. So those are what, those are what, my favorites. I also love from Paris with Love. I don't know, I, I have a lot of favorites, but um those are definitely two of my top ones. Did you have um like when you were growing up, did you have girlfriends that were like Oh, you know, we we want to see the real Danny or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, <we> over? <laughs> a lot. I mean, I think a lot of my friends, like my my closest friends, I've known since we were like three or four. So they've also grown around, grown up being around him and watching the movie at, at the house and everything like that. And I think when we were younger, it's just like you have to put two and two together, and then eventually, as you grow up, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's that's the same person but they definitely I remember singing along to that that movie with my friends for sure um throughout my life also it's just fun to be like I think for any child who like looks up to their parents I think it's a really awesome thing to like be a fan of your parents no matter what their career is that's a I completely agree and I think like first 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 of all, they're your parents, and second of all, they're whoever else they are. But they're to be proud of them and what they've accomplished, and like, and just admire it. It's that's it's so it's so important, and it just comes naturally to like. I'm in awe of of them every day. Do you have a favorite film of your mom's? Also, that's a, that's hard as well. I love Cat in the Hat. Oh, oh yes. yeah. that's one of that's one of my favorite and what a girl wants those were like on repeat all the time so great well Ella I know that um you have a busy day ahead talking all about silk necks milk uh yes, so I want to see, see your uh silk next milk stashes so if you guys do it and post it definitely tag me because I want to see it oh, oh absolutely oh, and well, listen you know when your EP comes out, we'd love to have you back so that we can talk all about that. So please keep the Hollywood Life podcast in mind. Oh, for sure. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Have a good well, rest. Love to have you. You too. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.